What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Sales Cast Podcast. And it's feeling a little chilly in here. It's getting a little cold because we're talking about cold email and cold outreach with the kid who might be the one to be the best at it of all time, Jed Marley. Jed, have you been working on cold emails? What do we got for us today? Wow, what an intro, man. Um, yeah, we're so we've been testing out a bunch of different ideas for for cold emails. It's something that my STR team is always doing. Uh, but there's two specific ones I want to talk about. Um, the first one is just like a different type of call to action. So like typically our call to actions have always been like, would you be open to learning more? Can I send over some more information? Just the generic like interest-based call to actions and all our cold emails. Um, but we've been testing something different to try to get more responses. So our response rate is hovered around 5% and we're trying to see if we can just get more engagement on those emails. And so what we've kind of tested is instead of saying, would you be open to learning more? We say, hey, if it's relevant, can I send over a one minute video? And so the hypothesis is that a lot of folks, and I'm sure you guys know too, it's like like people get demo fatigue. They don't just want to take like a demo because they saw one cold email. And so the hypothesis is that if we say, hey, can I just send over a one minute video if it's interesting at all? Um, it's a much lower friction ask. And yes, the SDRs will have to work harder and take a couple extra steps to then turn that response into a meeting. But the idea is that we'll get more responses and then obviously it's more warm leads to work off of. And so, so far it's been going pretty good. We have like seven to 8% response rate, which is up from the previous one. And when folks do say, yeah, send over a video, we just send them back basically a canned template. The video is super simple. So like we're talking about how to fix email deliverability. We send them a quick little video of how we do that. Um, basically like the most engaging part of our demo, we consolidate it into one minute. Um, and then we just send a template saying, sounds great. Here's the video explaining how it works. Once you watch it, can you let me know, A, not of interest right now, or B, worth a chat. Um, and so far it's been converting pretty well, but that's the that's the main thing we've been testing out. Um, curious if you guys have been uh, testing out other ideas for cold email. What do you do if um, someone responds to them, to them, they send you the video um, and then they never get back to you after they watch the video? Like, what do you have your reps do? Typically just call them, right? I mean, I think the normal sort of thing. Um, so it'll be usually a phone call the next day and then a follow up like, hey, any thoughts on the video? Um, and then if they still don't respond to that, it's kind of continuing to follow up like the normal sequence would in terms of follow up emails. Um but we just use it as intent, right? Like those are the main leads that they're calling in terms of their high priority leads. Um, but yeah, it's just, we're all over them until they respond pretty much. Do you have a way um, for them to keep track of those or is it kind of just like tasks in Google Calendar? Is there like a process that you have for that? Yeah, so like obviously with MailShake, we have our own, like basically we call it like the lead catcher. And so within MailShake, we have our own way of doing it, which is like anytime somebody responds or opens an email a certain amount of times or clicks on an email a certain amount of times, we have what's called the lead catcher, which is where we manage our warmest leads. Um, but if we weren't doing that, I'd probably just have like a spreadsheet or like you said, Google Calendar. I think that's what I've done in the past. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, it's like more leads to manage, right? But it's like, in terms of the funnel, we're getting more responses up top and the hypothesis is that'll turn into to more meetings. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna give that a try. We do something similar. Um, when it comes to, like the lead catcher thing. So all of our sequences, everything are just fully automated 
we have a couple where like the first initial emails, you can customize them, but everything after that's automated, no phone steps, everything's auto. We tested both for months. We found out that our reply rates are better when everything's automated because then I don't have to worry about a rep like pushing something through sequence or like, let's say they have 10 calls at the end of the day. They don't get through them that sits in that spot. They got to wait till the next day to push them through. So we just made everything auto or auto uh, sends in terms of emails. Uh, and then all of the call tasks pop up the same way. So like if someone opens an email, replies to it, clicks on it, turns into a call task, and that's where they spend most of their time. So they're only calling those people. One thing that, um, and I don't know if this, this is not like a direct tactic. I'll talk about another one. But one thing that we've been doing that's been working really well that we started this year is we broke all of our sequences down into like an industry and then the sub-industry of that. So for instance, hospitality mm -hmm. is a big um a big market that we go after. And if you think about hospitality, it's hotels, casinos, restaurants, things like top golf, like anywhere you can go have fun, spend money where there's tips involved. Like that's what we would consider hospitality. So what we've been doing that works really well is we'll look at the overall vertical and then we break it down on a, on a sub industry basis. So for example, like, let's say we're talking about like quick serve restaurants. So like Chipotle style places, we'll have a sequence, totally dedicated to just those or we'll have a sequence totally dedicated just to casinos and then each specific sequence is super custom to each of those sub industries so like casinos has its own um set of problems that they typically run into so we only talk about those problems and we only talk about clients that we have that are similar um, to those casinos that we're reaching out to so that's kind of one thing that we've been doing the other thing that we've been doing is we have a lot of partners and I don't know if this applies to everybody, but um, we'll create sequences that are partner tied. And so um, one of our partners integrates with everything that Massage Envy does. And so what we'll do is we'll we'll go after that specific partner's client list and we'll reach out to pretty much all their clients. And then in the, like in those sequences, they'll all be broken down like partner name company name or like partner name company name will have different sequences built for each partner's client a lot of times like the clients that the partners will be working with they'll have like franchise locations and so there's like thousands of locations across the country for us to reach out to so we'll break them down by by partner too and those usually have like 20 percent reply rates because they obviously know who the partner is because they're a client of theirs and if we're like hey we do x y and z with this partner those those reply rates usually kick up so that might be another thing um, to take a look at too is like if you have a big partner network that your company works with like think integrations um, just like hand-in-hand -hand partnerships that you see on your company's website like maybe create a sequence just to see how that works and the last thing that we've been doing in terms of like little tricks is instead of like asking for time at the end of a at the end of a uh, an email or asking like would you want to learn more we've been doing a lot of spotlight questions so like one thing that we've been doing is like, how do you plan on doing X or how do you think X would impact Y? Uh, we've been getting a lot more responses from that because it's more of just like an easier thing to, to respond to. It's kind of like that same logic that you use, Jed, where it's like, we're just looking for responses. We're not necessarily looking for something. We're just yeah. looking for some kind of a reply so that we can put them into that hot leads um, section and then try and give them a call. So same logic, but kind of ending it with spotlight questions. I think it's super underrated because like most people don't want to just take a meeting after one or two emails. But if you just are open to, it's like most people don't have the patience to like go back and forth. They just want to call and get the meeting or email and get the meeting. But yeah, it takes a little yeah. bit more patience. So I like that. Have you noticed any differences in response rate, Jed, since you started using that call to action? 
Yeah, I think I mentioned it earlier. So the like the email, it's like an automated email campaign. It was around five percent, and so far we tested it last week. We're at like seven eight percent so far. Um, and about half of those people are responding, asking for the video, and then in that half, some are like just genuinely open to a meeting, and then the other half are kind of like what I would call negative responses or neutral responses, where it's like not interested or you know something less. How does that compare with the old call to action you had? Better. Is it? Yeah, definitely better. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. And just for like that video content, what are you sending to these prospects? Yeah. So the, um, the solution is email warmup. Like this is for a specific part of our product um, that helps with email deliverability. So keeping your emails out of spam, making sure that you have, you know, the highest open rate possible. Um, and so we're explaining the problem of like, Hey, um, you know, your emails might be going to spam if you have a poor reputation with Gmail or Outlook. And so sometimes that's hard to understand in text, but when you see it visually on like a demo, it really kind of clicks for most people. So that one minute video is just explaining the problem. Like, Hey, a lot of SDR sales leaders, you know, their SDR teams are struggling to make to the inbox because they have a poor reputation. Their deliverability is poor. Here's how we solve that. You know, we can go through in more depth, but it makes sense to kind of learn more. There's kind of that call to action at the end of the video. And it's just a canned video, right? So my SDRs aren't making new videos every time. I record the video and everybody just sends out that one canned video. It's like a loom. Um, so it saves a lot of time on that end. Interesting. It's almost like you're taking them through the funnel as well. Hey, this is the practice of us helping you deliver emails because ours are getting delivered. Here's mm -hmm. the concept of what you're going to see rather than just having to think about what it would be. And mm -hmm. then that increases um, the inward momentum to actually set up a call and get that sales funnel going, if I'm hearing you correctly. Yep, absolutely. Beautiful. So that might be a new trick or a tip for you guys to try out is rather than the traditional, hey, you got 30 minutes this week, how's next Tuesday look? Let's go for a different call to action where it's not even, hey, are you interested or open to learning more? follow up with one more piece of value before you go for the close. And that could lead to a higher meeting rate for you guys. So again, we're just trying to make prospecting simple and closing predictable. We'll catch you guys next week.